So Ajahn Tachito asked me to give the Dhamma reflection this evening and I, um, I will see what comes. <laughs> um, at first I'd like to say how much I appreciate being here, really enjoying the, the beauty of this place and the surroundings. I feel like a place like this does not leave a lot of space for blaming the outer for the misery <laughs> we experience. And that in, its, that in a way is really good because it shows us that actually it starts in here, not out there. Yeah. So a place like this really gives us the opportunity to see how we are how we are and what we are creating, like how we are creating our inner experiences and and also what we are creating at certain times. Um, I like to bring up something like I've been, just recently I've been teaching in Ireland and what came up at that time, and I like to, at least to start with this evening, to bring that in also. Like, when we are coming together in this way, like practicing together, meeting in the, with, the, with the overall framework of the Dhamma, what we are doing is we are developing spiritual friendship. We are actually, by coming together and practicing in this way, we are actually supporting each other. And what I find always very interesting in retreats to see like how we are over a period of a few days, how we are meeting without words. I mean, I'm sitting here in the position and I use words, of course, but when you are part of a group like you are right now, you somehow meet the others in a, in a very different way than you would meet our people outside of the retreat situation. And what I find, what I find fascinating again is like how we as a group, after sometimes only after a few hours, sometimes after a day or two, become almost like one organism. Yeah, it feels like there is like the energies come together, and we are we are meeting in this energetic space. We are we are meeting in a way like we are meeting in the silence and we are connecting in the silence. And I feel that is something very precious because like this kind of meeting moves or gives us the opportunity to move actually beyond the concept that we have about how we are meeting others. Yeah, like we usually we have the experience or, or we, we 
make an emphasis that we speak openly about what comes up and when we are meet, meeting in this context this is this has almost no part in it and yet and I want to really also invite you at the end of the retreat look into how you are feeling in regards to the fellow retreatants and I'm sure with most of them you haven't even exchanged maybe not even good morning and good evening yeah and yet when you are when we are coming here to the end it feels like we have met and we have met in a very different way in a how do you say where we are connecting almost like with what has not really a lot of space outside of this so coming back to the the point or the aspect of spiritual friendship what we are what we are doing when we are practicing here when we are coming together in this way is we are actually developing a sense of we are together in this yeah and what what we are going through is is a shared experience is something that is connecting us and also it helps us really to to widen the understanding of where we are right now what our experience is of this moment here in time and spiritual friendship has the quality of really giving us the experience of being being seen being understood in what is really important to us and this can be done even without words and i find that i find that quite amazing that by coming here being here practicing looking what is going on inside at the same time you are connecting and we are supporting each other in what we are doing here what like when the buddha speaks about spiritual friendship he makes a point of talking about the outer friends and that is what we are meeting here right now we are together here with others who are practicing in a similar way as we do so that is one aspect of the spiritual friendship one aspect of the support that we are receiving the other aspect is we are meeting and we are developing the inner friends yeah the inner friends are the qualities that are um that we develop through and while we are practicing qualities like patience like kindness hopefully compassion qualities like faith or trust wisdom qualities like 
developing a certain kind of energy, effort. So there are many different aspects that come in while we are practicing. And like one thing that Ajahn Suchito mentioned today a few times was the aspect of like in the practice to look for where is the safe place to find the safe place inside. That's like what I, how I'm working with that or how I'm relating to that is really knowing where I have to go or where we have to go in order to be seen, to be received by ourselves. So we are looking at where, like when, when we look internally, where is the place that gives us the feeling of connection, that gives us the feeling of safety, that gives us a feeling of being really in alignment with where we are. Alignment means that we are aware of what is happening inside at this point in time. And we also see maybe which kind of qualities we need to bring a little bit more in that help us to nourish uh, nourish us where we meet ourselves at this point in time. You can experience the internal safe place only now, here, at this point in time. You can't kind of, you can't make a did almost you can't almost make a determination to say, okay, then tomorrow I'm going there, or yesterday I have been there. But it is like the nature of this place is the experience of being in connection with here and now and our internal experience of that. So when we when we look, when we start with the practice and we are looking to where is this safe place, we have to see that when we, when we look into the body that at certain times the safe space can be like say in the abdomen area, like, uh, like the, the lower the lower belly or the the lower part of the abdomen. And when we look in there, that feels really like that is the place of holding. That is the place where we can meet whatever is coming towards us or whatever is coming up in our meditation practice. This feels safe. From here, I can meet the inner world. I can meet also the challenges that might come. At other times, it might be the heart area, it might be the, the solar plexus around the, the midriff. And it's like 
what is really important is that we are really aware of our inner experiences, that we actually get in connection with that. Another thing that Ajahn Suchito mentioned today was was the, how important it is to see the place of of the breath, how the breath is really that what invigorates us, that what that what is what kind of brings the energy into the bro- into the body and invigorating the body and also like with the out breath the letting go the letting be and when we are when we are practicing and we get in connection with that there is like when it works well there is this inner flow that kind of brings us or helps us to stay in connection with what we are experiencing right now. And as the breath is something that usually does not bring up uh, up a lot of um, emotions or a lot of opinions of what what we think is good or what we think is not good, it helps us to settle, it helps us to create that inner space, that inner place of where things can unfold in. Coming back to when I spoke about the the inner friends, it's like uh, the qualities that we develop in our practice. The qualities of, like, say, let's let's take patience. It's something that that shows us that while while we are practicing, while we are staying with the difficulties that we might experience, during that time we are actually developing patience. And at the same time we are we are staying with what our experience is like right now. Patience helps us to see that um, what we call the good meditation experiences are not all what we are looking for. Like the, the, the good meditation experiences when everything flows, when everything is really going well and fine, it it's perfect, it's great when that happens, but 
actually during those times we are it's almost like we are enjoying the fruits of our practice what we have developed already is coming out at those times when we are encountering when we are when we are experiencing afflictions like negative mental states and they distract us from like staying with the meditation object being in connection with with the object at those times qualities like patience acceptance need to come in need to support us with what our experience is like so for example if while you are practicing and that is something that actually happens quite often that maybe you start off and the practice goes quite well and suddenly like a memory comes in and it might be a painful memory it might be something that has been happening recently in your life or it might be something that is already older or like part of a difficult relationship coming in and at those times the like we really need the spiritual friends we need those mental qualities that actually help us holding those experiences we need them to be able to face up to be in connection with what is coming up they are helping us to develop the strength to face to be honest with our experiences like so often what you might experience is like when you uh, encounter an affliction like when you encounter a difficult emotion like say an uh, air, air, anger or maybe sadness you need to be able to know when this is my experience right now like what do i need to bring in here what kind of mental quality helps me to connect with this experience and to let go yeah so for example when we encounter anger often what comes up with that is the like is a sense of righteousness is a sense of um i'm right because and when you experience that what is very important at that point is not to get drawn into the story of it every emotion brings a story with brings almost like a drama with so when we experience that we want to we want to turn away from the mental drama that this emotion is, is carried along by and we want to look into what is actually when something like that comes up what is the experience in the body where does it manifest in the body 
Can I, like, like say, let's stay with anger. Can I actually hold this experience with kindness? Can I hold the experience if kindness is not possible? Maybe with acceptance. Accepting doesn't mean we like it. Acceptance means we are seeing what is happening, what is unfolding, and we giving we are giving the space with the acceptance to hold the experience in in a way that it is unfolding. So when and when acceptance is there when we co- when we can hold the experience with acceptance, then actually we can go to the place we can internally go to the place where this experience unfolds, where it manifests. By going there, it means it doesn't mean we are going to the center of the experience. We are holding the experience in the periphery of it. So it's almost like as if you are holding some something on the palms of your hand, of your hand, and you look at it, you are aware about it, you are acknowledging it, and you are with it. Yeah? So when you experience something like that in your practice, it does it does not be, especially if it is something that comes back again and again, it doesn't help us really to to suppress it, to turn away from it. There needs to be the willingness to turn towards, to accept that this is what I'm experiencing right now. This might be painful, this might be very unpleasant, but can I just stay with it? Can I be with this right now? Without disparaging myself, without going into a, an inner dialogue that that tells you like why you should not experience this right now, yeah, and we all have that so and, and when you notice that the dialogue is coming up, when you notice the the inner critic gets activated by the experience, like turn towards it and let it know that you don't believe in what it says. The inner critic, the inner tyrant, you also could say, is so convincing, it, it can come over like the voice of wisdom, the voice that knows it all. Yeah? And we need to put the inner critic into the right place, where we say, okay, I hear what you are saying, but I'm sorry, I don't listen to you right now. I want to make connection with this experience. Yeah? So you are turning towards your body. You are seeing, you are looking at how does it manifest? What kind of place do you find the experience in? Where does it manifest in the body? What kind of resonances are there in the body with that experience? Usually, um, thoughts or mental 
um, patterns, they they have a physical connection in the body. Like when we, and just very simple, like when we experience anger, we often notice that our shoulders are tightening up. It's almost like we are getting in the position for defense. Yeah. So consciously, we let at first connect with where does the anger manifest if it's the shoulders just consciously relax the shoulders yeah bring like if it helps bring like bring space into that field bring space into that area to help to how do you say, to support a process of relaxation. Or you could also say, instead of relaxation, you could also also say like softening that area, widening it. And especially softening the hard edges around it. So that you can, I mean, you will experience that with anger, but you experience it in a way with every strong emotion. So you have a center, like in the body, you feel a center where the experience happens, and around the center there are the edges. So we are, what you say, we are coming closer to the edges, we are coming closer to the periphery. There is where we hold it for a while. And we are holding with that energy, with that experience of, okay, I'm seeing you. Okay, this is what is unfolding right now. Can I just stay here for a moment with this? Yeah. Sometimes that's not really what you would like to do, <laughs> especially when when we have like a very strong unpleasant feeling going along with that but by bringing in the effort by bringing in the willingness to connect with what our experience is like we can actually stay with it and usually these experiences they are not there for hours yeah it's almost like they want to be seen, they want to be acknowledged by giving the time and giving the space to hold them, to be with them. We actually connect and with the connection they can dissolve. What they need is the connection. Is like, for example, when you when you are going through a very difficult time and you feel like you have the need to see a friend to to speak with the friend of about what is happening for you you feel like you need somebody else in order to really bring out what you are working with yeah at that moment in time so what you do when you meet with a friend is like you are like the friend is there and he or she is actually seeing you where you are 
Yeah? When you are talking with the friend, the friend, and if it's a good friend, the friend is not necessarily saying, do this and do that so you can get over <laughs> what your difficulty is. But your friend is maybe just there listening to you. And by being seen, by being received in that way, you can actually, at least partly, let go of what is what is bothering you, what is um, difficult for you at that moment. So when we are doing the inner work, when we are working with the afflictions that come up, we can actually be that friend to ourselves. Yeah? So we actually can meet what is difficult, we can meet what is painful, we can meet what is disturbing or what brings sadness up in the mind. We can meet by listening, by being there, by being aware of the inner experience that is unfolding. So when we are when we are doing that, when we are holding the space for this experience to unfold in, soon or later it will dissolve, it will change. It will, how do you say, it will, how do you say, yeah, I think dissolve is the best way to say. It will dissolve because what was needed has happened. Yeah? Often, these experiences, they come up because there are unresolved issues in our lives. There are situations, there are experiences that we couldn't really take care of because we were not ready, we were not able to handle the experience. And often these things, they do come up in our practice. And we have to find ways of supporting ourselves in these experiences with the right means, with the right tools. And one very important tool is, of course, mindfulness. But sometimes I feel mindfulness is not quite enough. Like often with the mindfulness together needs to be that spaciousness of kindness, that spaciousness that empathy brings in. Or you could also say like acceptance together with mindfulness can actually hold that what is difficult. So we need to find ways of connecting with those inner places And when we do that, we can allow them to let go. One very important aspect in these experiences is that we, that we don't identify with them. That we don't, um, create the self or the me that is like that. Yeah? If, if you notice that that comes in, 
Mm, it doesn't quite work. So, like, what is very important is that we see that with an emotional experience, very strongly the sense of self comes in. But we also have to see that when we look deeper into it, actually there is, like say, there is fear, there is sadness, there is anger, but it doesn't mean we own this experience. It is, it's almost like a visitor. It's some, something coming in or somebody coming in, visiting, staying for a while and passing on if we allow them to pass on. Yeah? Often these visitors they can stay for quite some periods of time with us because, because we identify with them. Yeah? For example, like I'm right with this anger because what I'm angry about is wrong. Yeah? So if we believe that, if we identify with that, I would say, like with that opinion, then it is very hard to let go of the experience, to let go of the emotion. So we have to be careful that we don't fuel those emotions with our thought processes, with our opinions, with our ideas of how life should be or shouldn't be. Yeah? So in the practice, we have the opportunity to create an inner space where we can meet the experience on a different level, where we can meet, for example, where we can meet emotions in in a impersonal way. We actually have the chance not to identify. We have the chance not to take them personal. It doesn't mean we deny them. It doesn't mean we we tell ourselves this is not really what I'm experiencing. We do experience this. But we don't have to merge with the experience. We don't have to hold on, attach, identify with it. So it is up to us to make the choice and to step out and to say, okay, where does the experience happen in the body? How can I hold it? What kind of mental uh, qualities have, do I have to bring in in order to hold the experience and then also to let it go? The process is it's almost like a sequence of different steps that we do. It's like the first thing, the first step is we recognize what we are, what we are dealing with. Then the second step is the acknowledgement. It's the acceptance. This is what I'm experiencing right now. Then the third step is like we are really investigating we are looking where does it manifest in the body what kind of mental patterns go along can I let go of those patterns that try to convince me 
how to say, or like the, those patterns that put the oil on to on the emotion, and so the emotion continues to get fed. So we have to see that these are mental patterns, and we want to step out of them because they do come up with that emotion, but it's not us. So by focusing on the body, by focusing and really going to the felt sense in the body, to the felt sense of that emotion, seeing where it manifests, seeing how we can hold it, what is needed here right now in terms of bringing the right energy in. And when we come to the point that we see that we actually don't have to identify with them. We hold them, they are there, but we know these are guests that are passing through. This is not us. These are guests that are passing through consciousness, you could say. They are passing through this momentary experience of ours. So where I started off from was we do experience these afflictions in our practice. So when that happens to you, when you feel like things come up and they come up again and again, and you, like when you experience that, don't go to the point where you are blaming yourself and where you are saying, well, my practice doesn't work. It's like these places, they do open up because there is a certain sense of safety. There is a certain sense of, okay, now this can come in because the, how do you say, the energies around it feel okay, feel safe enough to actually allow this to come up. This is not a conscious process. Yeah? Unconsciously, this happens. But, so, but it's, it is important to understand that there's nothing wrong in this experience. There's nothing wrong in the way I'm practicing that I'm experiencing this. And so coming back from um, our judgments about our practice, like today the practice was really good because I was very calm and very peaceful. Yes, great. Enjoy the bliss while it lasts. Yeah, But don't go to the point to tell yourself, oh, my practice isn't really good because I'm experiencing inner places that don't feel harmonious, that feel they are they bring turmoil up, they bring uh, they bring up feelings of unpleasantness, of like say of pain, like emotional pain or maybe also physical pain. So 
when this happens, it means we have to bring other tools into our practice in order to hold those places, in order also to free our, how do you say, to free what is manifesting in the body at that time and let it go, let it be. So when we do that, we actually develop our practice further. We are developing patience, we are developing mental, uh, beautiful mental qualities. We are, you could also say like that is the time where where we are meeting our spiritual friends, where we are meeting those mental qualities that are supporting us in our experiences, in also like in the difficulties of our experiences. I think I like to stop here. Yeah, I like to I like to offer this for your reflection and I hope it helps you further in the practice.